Nathan, Mark and Guy, all this week on the Radio Sport Breakfast. Mm. Well, um, Tony Iroh is with us uh, right now, and man, uh, what a second half that was on the weekend, and what a first half that was on the weekend. G'day, mate, how are you? Good, very well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. No, it was a uh, yeah game of two halves, as you said, but um, yeah, no, it was good to get the result, and, and great for the boys' confidence leading to a another game uh, tomorrow night. Where was that confidence at? Like, was this a desperately needed result? Um, were, were things a bit down around the traps at Mount Smart in, in recent weeks? Oh, I think, yeah, on, on you know, it's on the surface, everything looked all right. But I think, you know, obviously uh, players and coaches can start to doubt themselves a little bit. And you don't, you know, you, you don't need to be far off your game in this comp to, um, you know, get your pants pulled down basically so no in that respect is uh, i thought it was really important um the boy the boy spoke really passionately at half time so i didn't think we were that bad in the first half against st george we'd actually started pretty well but found ourselves 12 nil down pretty quickly and the boys just had to dig in and, and um make a fight of it which they did fortunately so um played some footy at the same time and um uh, no, that was like it was great to get a result and um you know moving forward uh, for the boys, a lot of positivity this week. They bounced into training, so uh, yeah, really important. I mean, you know, you, you took us on a ride. They took you on a ride, and I know that even from Stephen uh, when he was doing his uh, his post match there, it was it was that wonderful quote that we've been playing when he was halfway through. And went, oh, sorry, I've just had to chuck a beer in there. We don't normally uh, do that kind of thing. So, uh, just nice to be there as well. Hey, what about the weird logistics though of being uh, in that magic round? Where was it a shorter amount of time? to get yourselves, you know, packed up and into the game and then packed up and out of the game than normal? Yeah, we were all right, actually. Because we were the middle game, uh, we, we used the small sheds um, inside Suncorp and um, obviously warm-ups were all inside for everyone. So, no, it was, it was actually... Uh, I think the players really enjoyed it. It was something different, um, uh, something away from their usual routine. Stayed in a hotel with four other NRL teams and... You know, the boys are pretty uh, close with a lot of the other players. So, yeah, it was. I, th- I thought it was a really good concept. Uh, I thought it worked really well. Um, even coaches, we had a good opportunity to sit down and uh, have a chat with uh, the other staff from the other teams. Um, so, you know, really nice. Lots of duties around the city. Um, they were lucky with the weather being great over the four days. But certainly something I think will grow. Um, you know, I think sometimes those concepts can um, sort of wane after a while. But I, I think having seen the success of it, I'd, I'd like to think that more people will hit up there uh, next year. Speaking of success, Carl Lawton has been a, a, a huge find or a, a huge uh, player for you so far this season, particularly in the weekend. What has he done well uh, to get himself to to where he where he is now? Um, he's well. He spoke about after the game about you know wanting to be the energizer bunny on the field, but that's exactly what Carl's like uh, around the club as well. During the week, he's a, a real positive kid. Uh, he's a bit. He's a surf, surfy kid, and um, he's sort of he's pretty laid back, um, but he's tough. Um, he, he enjoys being around the players, enjoys what he's doing, and I think you know we brought him in uh, last week. Uh, you know, some 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 of the reason was because of that. You know, he's a, he's a positive kid, and uh, we knew we brought him in only for a second appearance of the season that he'd, he'd bring some energy, and he certainly did that. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, it's pretty competitive um, amongst the hooking spots at the moment. So I, I knew he was keen on, you know, making one of those spots his and 
he certainly uh, went a long way to achieving that uh, on the weekend. I think way back at the start of the season, I, I couldn't have imagined seeing in, in your reserves, not on the interchange, Isaac Luke and, and Adam Blair. Um, how do you feel about that? Is that one where it's good that you've got more competition? Or do you, I mean, what do you need to see more out of them? Oh, I think for Isaac, he's, um, you know, he, he, he had a disrupted pre-season. Then the first month, you know, he had hamstring uh, issues, Achilles issues. And so he's just, you know, was, was, it's been really hard to get a, a decent base of uh, work into, into Isaac without some disruption. So, you know, he hasn't been able to be the 80-minute player he wants to be. And I think that's impacted on his form a little bit. I think for um, Adam, you know, he, we started him off on the edge this year, uh, you know, he's traditionally been a middle middle player, but he's just going through a slump that all players go through, you know. And I think, you know, they're big names, but, um, you know, ultimately every weekend there's millions of dollars of, of talent playing reserve grade. And, you know, even this week against our reserve grade playing against the Bulldogs, you know, they've got players of like the likes of Lockton Lewis and uh, Adam Elliott. So, you know, playing in their team and there's plenty more uh, around. So, now, I think with the advent of the 30-man squads, um, everyone working really hard. There, It is highly competitive. You've got a lot of young guys coming through, and if you don't hold your form, um, then you can quickly find yourself back in, in, in reserve grade. And I'm pretty sure those guys will work themselves back. Their experience, I'll know what they have to do, uh, but it's going to require some hard work. Uh, regarding your opposition this week, I saw uh, Brad Fittler basically publicly challenging James Maloney and Nathan Cleary uh, last night saying, I've got, I've got to see more out of those guys. If I'm naming them in my blue side, I've got to see more out of those guys. So what do you, I, I guess, you know, that, that'll probably lift them there uh, a little bit. Uh, what do you expect to see out of Cleary and Maloney up against you? Oh, I expect them to be running. I thought, actually, I thought Jimmy and Nathan were trying really hard uh, last week. Um and you know they're they're both competitive players. I know I know Jimmy very well personally, and he'll be taking this really hard. So obviously, with Origin coming up, as you mentioned, um, <clears throat> they're gonna yeah they're gonna be doing everything they can to get their side uh, turning around. And um, yeah, we've tried not to focus on them. I think um, we understand you know exactly the position they find themselves in in terms of uh, you know the pressure and the confidence. So. But we also know that'll that'll mean a, a massive effort, especially in front of their home crowd. So you know we've just got to turn up with our best, um, and you know if we go and judge you by the weekend, if if we can produce that kind of form, then we'll give ourselves an opportunity. So, well, we certainly know we're in for a contest. Uh, Tony Edward with us. Uh, Tony, just before we uh, get you out of here, and thank you very much uh, for uh, for your time uh, speaking to us this morning. We love it in the sports media when when we get to give something a bit of a brand. And I saw from across the Tasman though they'll be mentioning that you know your, your makeup of the interchange bench with perhaps I, I guess being less traditional with uh, they're calling it small ball that you're using the smaller <laughs> players there to get in and move. Mate, it's been working for you. Is this, do, you, do, you do you feel this is the, the, the next evolution of how of how it can go? Well, I suppose, you know, the, the even talking in the next month about reducing um, the interchange further next year. So um, I think it's probably going to be the way. I mean, ultimately now, with, even with eight interchanges now, where you know, you're really struggling um, to... Um, you know, rotate your big men, um, especially if you're hooker at the moment who can't play 80 minutes. So, you know, at the stage, like I said, with uh, with Isaac's um, disrupted pre-season and, and early part of the year, 
him, his inability to play 80 has put a puts a bit of pressure on your bench. So, you know, we've always always had to have Jazz there to cover that spot. Uh, but he's you know he's an effective middle forward in his own right. Um, Carl, I think Carl's a little bit different. He's he's not not your traditional hook. He's quite a big kid. Um, no, he'll he'll say he's not, but he, he he's he's got some decent size in him. But um, and then you have two middles to to cover the the forward. So I think there's a lot of there's a few sides using that. You know, I think St George have uh, have announced they had Kurt Mann on their bench last week. He was an out and out outside back. Uh, Brandon Smith does the same sort of role like Jazz does at the Storm. So. I just think with uh, the pace of the game and you know interchange is looking to reduce, uh, it's probably going to be the way of the future. Well, uh, Tony, thank you uh, so much for your time today. Best of uh, luck this week up against the Panthers. Uh, it's the Warriors uh, v the Panthers. Of course, we will have the commentary for you Friday night.